Hey guys, your boy Eli from the Geek Centurions back with good old Joey and my good pal Daniel. I think I'm pointing at the right area. How's it going, oh, buddy? Doing alright. Uh, still stuff going on out there, but I'm doing fine. Hey man, so long as you're good, it's all that matters. But essentially, you know, recently at the time of this recording, where we've just got news about Xbox's new thing. And since we're also kind of gamers, why not talk about that? Also, there's been some recent stirrings in the gaming world, specifically with two games. And they're both games are both very much loved. Last of Us 2 and Doom Eternal, which is a game that I just recently finished playing. Good lord, that game is amazing. I need to finish that. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you're going to love it, Daniel, especially if you love uh, Mick Gordon stuff. It's, it's, and that's what we're going to talk about later on today, later on in this episode. So essentially, we're going to talk yeah. about the the controversy that goes around with The Last of Us 2. And don't worry, we're not going to go full on. We're not going to go spoiling that to everybody. We are respectful of spoilers, especially when it comes to something as um, controversial as this. Yep. And with the Doom Eternal stuff, that the most recent stuff, we are going to talk about that. As well as um, the response that um, ID gave to uh, Mick Gordon with the recent um, things with the, with the music tracks. And just going over our thoughts and maybe um, any games that caught our attention from the recent Xbox announcement. So yeah, let's start it off. Last of Us 2. Daniel, without going in, not telling people the spoilers, what is the situation with Naughty Dog and The Last of Us 2? Okay, well, short story, uh, long story short, uh, they basically got hacked and uh, a weird method too. Apparently, uh, they used one of their previous games to manage to go ahead and hack into Naughty Dog's uh, servers back at their company and that's how they managed to get the leaks i don't know the full details of it but it's an outside source so as many as uh been led to believe it wasn't actually someone at naughty dog because mm-hmm. that's when we first heard about it was that a disgruntled employee who was upset by um the wages and like the fact that it was a huge crunch time yeah and mm-hmm. joe you you have known a lot of games that have had that issue with crunch time which was at first kind of a reasonable till this new stuff come out. And yeah, the leak itself has now caused a lot of trouble. And we're not going to go into it, as like I said earlier. But essentially, um, without talking about it, Daniel, what are your thoughts? And enjoy, I'd like to hear your thoughts on like what you guys think about the leaks without talking about them. Well, I don't really have a deep attachment with The, lo- the Last of Us. Um... I mean, I think it's a good game, but I don't think like it's critical acclaim worthy and everything like that. But I still had a good time with it. So hearing about uh, these leaks coming like out of nowhere and re- sorry, I was like, no. uh, sorry, you uh, had to break up in, in these Zoom calls. But essentially, wasn't uh, Last of Us two a uh, game of the year, or didn't it win game uh, of the year? It did. Uh, Yeah, the original Last of Us one uh, gave it a year pretty much everywhere. Uh, Left and right, they were being handed out like uh, perfect 10s out of 10s, 5 out of 5s, and give it a year awards. And people really did love the story. Like, as much as I didn't really much care, as much as I really didn't like the the gameplay that much, it feels kind of tedious or like you have to watch Ellie constantly and you're basically moving stuff around all the time as well. Um, I thought the story was was yeah, nice. I, yeah. I liked the story, and then out of the nowhere, I just people were making jokes about it, saying how bad it was. And it's like, oh, it's really bad. It's really bad. I got it. Like, I can't believe they did this in a story. So like, like if it's like a Star Wars thing where like that script got leaked and people hated it, um, okay, it might be bad. So I decided to go ahead and check it out myself. And yeah, there's some questionable choices that they made in there. <laughs> Yeah, and Joy, you, you're the one who told me about these leaks, and so I'd like to get, hear your thoughts on these leaks real quick. Yeah, I did a bit of research before we started this episode, mainly just going over the, the sort of the quick timeline of like you know what happened, you know the whole uh, how originally it was reported as a disgruntled employee leaking it before um, it was revealed that it was a bunch of hackers that got in through like Naughty Dog servers. And yeah, having uh, decided to look at the leaks myself, um, it is very, I can kind of understand the outrage some people have about it. And it is a very sort of 
interesting uh, writing, like a lot of like interesting choices, I guess, is the uh, good way of saying it without spoiling uh, what exactly is going to happen in the story, which I think is sort of the true crux of, of this entire situation is that like Naughty Dog has always been, has been making a lot of story driven games in the last couple of years, including last of us. And to have like, like these plot points spoiled for a big narrative game is sort of uh, not great. And if the, people aren't liking that, and then it's like, then you're essentially gonna ha- you have to be carried by the gameplay. And I mean, I guess you know, like Daniel, I mentioned, like you know, for him, like the gameplay wasn't that stellar. It was the story mm-hmm. that helped carry that game. Mm-hmm. And if the story, if we are led to believe, is from these leaks, is what the story is, then for maybe for a lot of people, that's the death knell for them. Yeah. Um... Just to give my thoughts on this whole week thing, um, I I've never played Last of Us two. I, I've I've said it before. I own an Xbox. Last of Us two is an exclusive to PlayStation, so I never got the chance to actually play The Last of Us. Not saying if I was given a co- if I had a PlayStation and was given a copy, I wouldn't play. But you know that's a different story. But essentially, my thoughts on this is that this is kind of a huge question mark onto what Naughty Dog has to do now. No, like Joy said, Night Dog is a very, um, you know, story-driven company. They really pride themselves in their storytelling. They've been known for other games, most notably Uncharted, which is a great game. I, the one time I got the chance to play it was great, and it was a very, like, structured narrative for them. And Sony has been known right, recently for having a great structured narrative from God of War and Spider-Man um, and other games of the like. But essentially, now that, and that but and story is a huge thing for for Night Dog, of course. If these leaks are to be tr- are to be taken wholeheartedly to be true, then now the question is the execution, because whether or not the story, whether or not these these are just plot points, and plot points can go either way. You know, when you're writing a story, you're writing to uh, writing an idea for us. You know, when you're writing a story, you know, you want to take your character from point A to point B. If I just told you a plot point of, like, say, whatever show you liked, you'd be like, ah, I'd rather not watch that. But if I, you know, make it so that you are able to believe that we end up from point A to point B, I think that's what it matters. But these leaks make it seem so hard for us to essentially trust Naughty Dog in their execution. And... Yeah, it's so questionable. I don't know how to feel. I'm not going to play the game. I, I don't have the method to play the game. Do I want to go out and play the game? Probably not if the leaks are to be considered true. And I think that's what the real damage that these leaks are having is that it's hurting Naughty Dog. And Daniel, I think I think you know that um, they have to push... They had to push it like you know now they have to like really now release the game now immediately when it was supposed to release it, like in January right or not in January June right. Uh, originally it was supposed to come out back in February, then they delayed it to May, and then it was supposed to be delayed again, but just because of the coronavirus, uh, and uh, it hasn't been confirmed yet because of it was the leaks or not, but uh, people are there's some speculation going around saying that now that they. Uh, Pretty much the entirety of the story with all the major plot points being leaked out now. They want to have it get it out as soon as they can. So they have it in June. But again, that's just speculation right there. And there's nothing confirming that. Mm-hmm. All I know is that one of the, I think one of the developers has, has said that it's gone gold. Which in gaming terms for developers, that means it's done. We just need to put it in the disc and you are going to get it. Yeah, so, it uh, recently been announced. I went gold. Yeah, and I mean, Joy, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Like, I mean, let's let's face it. Sony and Naughty Dog has reacted very quickly, very responsibly. Is this a sign of? Does this deteriorate your thoughts on what the game might be? I don't know. It's very interesting because I think they released uh, like a new trailer for. Uh, 
Last of Us 2. And the like and dislike bar was like, you know, it wasn't there. You couldn't post any comments on it on YouTube. So that to me makes me feel one of two things is that one is that Sony and, and Audi Dog do not want like they, they do not want people spoiling stuff in the comments, obviously, because you know people who haven't seen them uh, will probably will stumble across them if they watch the trailer, and they're also you know don't want I guess any sort of like backlash I guess to potential uh, if these story leaks are true, then any sort of potential to backlash seen in like the comments and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've I, I also know that I think. I think I've, if, uh, if I am correct, I think they did. Uh, Sony has uh, gone ahead and uh, tried to, uh, like, do like copyright strikes against uh, a lot of the images that have been posted online, mm-hmm. uh, just to make sure, like, because not only was it their like plot point reveals, but like there were like screenshots of this stuff out there. Yeah, that's right. So. I'm, uh, Sony has gone out of its way to make sure that none of that's like trying to suppress that stuff, so that way most general people don't see that stuff. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that, Daniel? How Sony and Naughty are responding? So we said uh, my my question for you was how how do you feel about Sony and um, Naughty Dog's response to this? Like you know the recent trailer they released, they cut off the whole um, like dislike ratio and. Uh, the whole the the comment section. I mean, this is nothing new. Uh, I've seen this happen before. I believe. Uh, I think the last time I saw something like that was uh, with Blizzard when they announced Diablo Immortal. Like they're constantly like re-uploading the video and taking it down to reset the likes or uh, dislikes, uh, removing comments and right. stuff like that. Uh, they're doing damage control and. Uh, Pretty much, it just shows me that, like, yeah, this is something you can't really control, and this is probably, uh, I don't know what, what, what about you I can say. It's like, yeah, they're just doing damage control, and it doesn't make it look good on their part. Mm-hmm. No, you're right, and it's it's one of those things where I'm going to say this now, and I'm pretty sure we're going to end the, this part of our conversation here, where... Um, we have, we'll have to wait and see how the game comes out. There's, there's no other way for us to know how everything's going to be despite knowing the, how the leaks are. But we have to like wait and see just how this game is going to come out. How, how are they going to take us on this strange journey, whether it be a good one or be a bad one? I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Dan, you can start us off first. I mean, yeah, like uh, even if the game was well-written, I'm pretty sure Naughty Dog would still get flagged for like uh, the crunching stuff. Um, I remember like people were freaking out about when Bioware like uh, they came out with their dark secrets about their uh, their development for Anthem and that how it ended badly for almost everyone including the employees uh, but <sighs> either way I don't think it'll impact them in the sales uh, as well either because uh, The Last of Us is a popular uh, game and people they're just going to buy it because it's a sequel uh, to Call of Duty uh, I bet I think it was Infinite Warfare that people hated the most on YouTube, and it still sold millions. That is true. That did happen. So, Joe, your thoughts? Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I do think it's going to be a uh, interesting. Uh, uh, how you know, Naughty Dog sort of like. Well, yeah, I think I, I agree with that. With you and that, um. It, it all just depends on uh, how it's uh, presented in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if it's presented well enough, then I think a good majority of people will like forgive and like be able to uh, cope with whatever stuff that happens. But at the same time, uh, if it doesn't work out well, if the if the if the story is not presented well at all, then uh, this could be seen as sort of a uh, you know, Naughty Dog could lose a lot of prestige 
and essentially, I guess, flop, uh, I guess, flopping narratively the uh, the story of a highly anticipated sequel. I mean, I can definitely see it making a lot of money still, but whether or not it will like sell as much as it was initially promised, I mean, I don't know. Again, although again, we don't really know exactly what their goal is for selling copies of games. So, yeah, I think we're all in agreement that this game could be a great game and still has the potential to be a great game. We just aren't so sure about how it's going to end up being. And yeah. My whole thing is now that, you know, we have to wait and see. That's just, there's no other way to say it. There's no other way to, to, to phrase it because that's the only way we can do it now with these leaks. We have to wait and see. So moving on, let's talk about another thing that's a little bit of a controversy in the gaming industry at this moment. And that is Doom Eternal's composer, Mick Gordon, is... Um, no longer working with Bethesda and 90 for due to tampering with the music that is in Doom Eternal. Now, Daniel, what are your what do you have to say about you know just give us a rundown really about the situation with Mick Gordon and um, Bethesda and 90 about the music? Okay, so uh, basically, Mick Gordon he's been he's been brought back for Doom Eternal. He makes the music and everything. Uh, but what makes it dif- different this time from uh, the last last Doom back in sixteen is that uh, Mick he actually put out like different multiple ways how a song could play out because uh, depending how your gameplay is, be it like slow and time consuming, you know, or like going fast paced and shooting out all out, uh, the music changes. So can we go like calm and quiet or like you know loud and bass? Uh, yeah, so pretty much the music changes how, uh, depending on your gameplay. So everyone's uh, gameplay style, they're going to hear the music differently. And uh, because of that, there's uh, much more music and stuff uh, Mick has to work with. So he has to go ahead and like start, go ahead and start mixing all that stuff for the soundtrack release. And then uh, apparently, if I remember correctly, uh, someone from It's Software or Bethesda, they decided to go ahead and mix this uh, soundtrack as well. And then it didn't come out the way how he intended it, uh, how how it intended. So that caused some shift between uh, the fans saying, "Is this in the way I remember how it sounded when I was playing the game?" And Mick, where's going? This isn't how like I wanted my song music to be uh, mixed or sounded like. And that kind of sounded like a, a dread between Ed Bethesda and uh, Mick. Yeah, and as I recall, the the, the thing, someone in charge of of uh, ID, which is one of the developers for Doom Eternal, along with Bethesda, stated that um, they kind of gave him ample time, but they needed the game to be out. And he was taking a very long time to produce the music for the game. Well, the soundtrack for the game, because originally it was supposed to, there was supposed to be a soundtrack to come along with the game that you can listen to. Um, but he took for a, a, essentially a certain amount of time longer than it should have been. And they had to get someone from their department to help out with the making of the game, with the making of the soundtrack. And that's how it ended up being the way it is with him only making like what, 16 soundtracks, as I recall, out of 59. Uh, I don't like one, I can understand why Mick wasn't pleased with uh, the way the soundtrack came out. Uh, I mean, it's his work. He wants it out, you know, to be in the best uh, way that represents, you know, his work. And mm-hmm. but at the same time, I really don't know like how the behind the scenes business works, so I can't really say much uh, who's wrong and who's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Mick had a, a deadline to meet uh, to go ahead and have it finished uh, for the company, and then yeah, Bethesda could have extended. But uh, again, I don't really know how the business works and what. what what would be uh, mutual cause or anything like that? Yeah, no, I agree. And Joey, you've you've listened to McGordon before. You you and I played a game that he helped construe the music for. That was Killer Instinct, which had an amazing soundtrack. And even then, he still had like delays in making the soundtrack. As I recall, am I right? Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I believe for the, I think the uh, the soundtrack for the second season of Killer Instinct. Uh, it was a uh, yeah yeah it, it, it was not it did not come out uh, for quite a while I think he we would post I think on like what Instagram or something yeah uh, like teasers or like. The sound song and being like almost ready to like release uh, the soundtrack, so it, you know that was nice. But I, I can definitely get the the impression that he is sort of a uh, bit of a perfectionist and you know really sort of like wants you know sees his music as a, as a, a, as his craft and really wants to perfection perfect his craft. Yeah, and Daniel, you 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 I know you're a big fan of Mick Gordon's music, especially when it came to 2016's Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's especially with uh, with a Killer Instinct reboot. Yeah, dude, I'm not even gonna lie. One of the songs is actually my workout song, and that's the TJ Combo song. That that gets you pumped, man. I'm telling you <laughs> right now, dude. Yeah, that's a good song. That uh, no, it's. I mean, if I were to take my guess on the whole on this whole thing, it would be um, just a. Uh, it's. I feel like they could have waited nah, for the whole soundtrack to come out. Say again? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I was about to say something. I mean, like, yeah, um, I mean, it's a soundtrack. It's not actually the full game itself. So, and, I mean, I think they could have waited a bit longer to have, a, you know, the, the mixing finalized before release. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't mind waiting. I'm, I'm kind of used to it. I mean, I waited uh, almost 14 years for the new two album, and I'm still waiting for Nintendo to bring out their, um, you know, their soundtracks, and they never <laughs> release them. I mean, I get that, and Mick. I feel like he was should have given him more time to make the game the way it should be sounded for, from from not just just from the game, but also the way it sounds in disc form. That you know, it's it's sort of the sad reality that we, that, you know, sometimes creative differences happen. And that's sort of the sad, tragic thing. Would you, would you agree to that? I mean, it is. uh, uh, Mick Gordon, like, did a lot for Doom and bringing back um, the series with its music and its soundtrack. Uh, without him now, I'll just uh, the series is gonna feel completely different. Um, it's just like uh, if Koji Kondo wasn't there to work on the on Nintendo games. Uh, I forgot what's the other guy's name from Nintendo. Also, without him, else uh, Nintendo games will, would be different too. Without the the works and music onto it, uh, Shoji Meguro for the Persona series. Uh, I'm pretty sure that would be a, uh, different without the without the guy you know working on the, the soundtracks he did for three, four, five, and I think he might have done uh, for one and two as well. Yeah, no, I agree. It's music goes a long way with when it comes to gaming, and it we kind of need that in games. They they help you feel more immersed, and the Doom soundtrack for this game, the Doom Eternal soundtrack is just like. Great! It's just playing it. My God, you feel like a force of nature. You feel the hype, and it's just like when you're moving around and the music's going with it. I'm like, oh God, yeah! It's such a fun game. I'll, I'll, I recommend the game to you, uh, Daniel. It's, it's really fun. But now, um, mm-hmm. I feel bad for Mick. All I can say is I just feel really bad for him. That you know he might not be coming back for the next one, which is the sad part. But, you know, it's not yeah. like Mick's not going to get a job. Mick is going to get a job, especially considering how popular his music is, especially how everyone reacted to finding out that it wasn't, that didn't have his mix. Holy crap. Imagine when it finally, when the next thing he works on, all the fans find out, oh, he's working on that. Let's go. That's already immediate seller. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we can all agree, Mick Gordon is an amazing soundtrack uh, guy who makes that music. And I'm excited to see where he works in the next. I'm upset that he's not going to be in the next Doom game, but you know what? You know, he wherever he does, he, he puts he, he, he it's magical. It's amazing. It's, it's breathtaking. So speaking of breathtaking, because that was a a line that Keanu Reeves used 
in last year's E3 Xbox conference. Let's go to the Xbox conference that happened earlier today as of this recording. Um, so, yeah. It's probably one of the more interesting ones that has happened with in terms of, um, you know, presentation. It's their first digital presentation. Not like um, the directs that Nintendo tends to do. And, you know, we're just going to go over essentially the games that were announced, which is surprisingly because there wasn't any big game announcements except for like maybe one that we all kind of already knew, which is, Val- which is uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Which we can all agree that the game already looks amazing, so that's just one out of the table. But, you know, let's start off with some of the games that was announced. Um, Daniel, what was your thoughts on that um, Bright Memory Infinite game? So my question to you, Daniel, was um, the whole... The, the game um, Bright Memory Infinite, the, the first game that they introduced in their little direct thing. They're like, I'm very interested in that one. Um, it's a very unique game. I see like parkour, everything in first person. Um, like there was a lot going on in that trailer as well. But like, they pretty much show you the gist of things that you can do in there. But we don't know the whole story behind what's going on in that game as well. But I am quite interested in it. Yeah, and I think they said it was uh, made by one developer. Yeah, I think it's just one random dude. Jesus, just one random dude, and he's it. And they said he was there working on the with the the Xbox, right, Joey? Yeah, like there's, uh, you know, uh, it was I think a like it's a it's a company based in China, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like working directly with like the uh, infrastructure of the uh, the Xbox uh, Series X to like bring out. You know, all they can for this one game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I heard of games being done by just one guy before, like with Undertale or the Five Nights at Freddy series, as much I don't want to bring that up. Um, but seeing it on a level on a game like that, it's quite impressive, actually. Yeah, you don't see many games with that level of um, detail. Yeah. Especially if it comes from one person, one group, or more like. But yeah, no, that's one of our more the more interesting things. And the next game they announced was um, was it Dirt Five or was it? Well, we're probably gonna go the, the the order that was released. But the next game they announced was um, The Ascent, which was that weird um, top person shooter. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what that was that one that was. Uh... It 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 made you think of Cyberpunk, but it wasn't really Cyberpunk. Okay. There's okay. a lot more like yeah, like the characters are like more alien like I think, right? True. I mean, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh was it like a top down shooter? Yeah, it was a top down shooter. Okay, yeah, then yeah, I saw it. Um it looks interesting. Uh the problem with those t- kind of games is that uh they really need to try to innovate a lot of it most of the time because um top down shooters uh I think I mostly saw them done to death with the zombies, like Dead Nation, um, and some others I could I could think of, like maybe just really obscure uh, Xbox indie game. I made a game with zombies in it. I think so. Yeah, like I think that's the one that started the trend, and then we started seeing more and more of it. Mm-hmm. But seeing it in a sci-fi setting, um, like. Like hopefully, like it looks good and everything, cause uh, yeah, cause uh, I think the last time I saw a top down, uh, top down shooter was maybe Contra Road Corps, and that wasn't good at all. Man, I miss Contra the OG one. But let's talk about the next game, which well, Joe, what were your thoughts on that game? Oh, uh, did you give us your thoughts on the the other game? No, no, no. no. Uh, my thoughts, I, I, first of all, uh, for uh. uh bright memory uh infinite right mm-hmm. um i don't know i thought it looks a bit much uh, it, it, there's a lot of weird crazy stuff like it, it, it like, it's like a first person shooter game and, but also has like a bunch of hack and slash combos but also has a bit of driving sections it it seems like a lot yeah no that is true there's a lot of things going on in that game as for the ascent um I think it's interesting, at least from like the uh, design. Yeah, the Warland design 
But uh, I don't know. I, I, I like from like the gameplay they saw. I'm not like that invested in it mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. So yeah. Those are my thoughts. I mean, so for hard. me, Bright Memory uh, Infinite, which is weird because I'm about to say there's a lot of Infinite logos going on. Those going on in this event, I swear to God. And um, but I think it's an interesting looking game. I'm excited. I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, the Ascent, I kind of didn't really pay that much attention to it because top down, up down shooter, whatever. Um, they don't really interest me as much. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it could be a great game for some people, maybe for others. I'm not in that um, majority, sadly, in that group, sadly. But, you know, I hope it does well. But the next game that we get, we talk about is um, a game I've, I don't think I ever heard of. Have you heard of the of Dirt 5, Daniel? Um, I've heard of the Dirt series. Um, I don't think I actually personally played any of the games myself, but I just know it's Dirt Racing, something like, I think I'm going to think of this, maybe like Sega Rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... Uh, Personally, like, I'm um, not into, like, those kind of, like, simulator kind of games. I'm not sure if this, uh, Dirt 5 is one of them, but, yeah, like, I kind of, I just kind of was hoping for, like, maybe another, like, uh, arcade-style racing game like Burnout or mm-hmm. the underrated uh, Split Second that I can't mm-hmm. believe they never got a sequel. Fair enough. Enjoy your thoughts. Um... I don't know. It looks uh, like, I guess, people who like racing games would be very uh, into this, I guess. But uh, personally for me, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm not necessarily that big into the racing genre when it comes to video games. So I just saw it as uh, fine, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I think, you know, I, I think it'll get attended for a lot of people. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. Um, not that big of a racing guy. I mean, I'll play some games with racing in them. No problem with that. But, you know, I, I like a little more... Not to, sound like a, not to sound like an asshole, but, like, I like to do other stuff aside from racing, you know. But it's it looks like an interesting game. It looks like it's really using some of that um, ray tracing that they've been selling a lot for Xbox. And I'm kind of interested to see where that goes. So, um... Next game that they announced was um, really probably the more one of the more interesting ones, especially since I think this is the one they said that was a uh, that had the music from uh, Silent Hills, the Scorn. I don't know. No, uh, that was actually Medium. Okay, so yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure it's the other horror game yeah. they showed off. Yeah, they showed off two horror games, so I was like, what's well, one of the two? But yeah, Scorn. Your thoughts on that one, Daniel? On Scorn, like. Very interested in it. Like, uh, seeing like the the whole uh, area of the game we were just seeing throughout the trailer, it just felt very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it, like you see like maybe like skins and everything all over the walls and stuff, and this weird creatures or whatever the thing was feeding to the other. Uh, yeah, it already gave me some you know uneasy vibes from it, so I'm quite interested in it already. Yeah. Now, just looking back at the game for me. Um, I'm, I want to say my own two pieces, but Joey, it's your turn to say what you think of this game. Uh, the scorn was, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm interested in it. It's very intriguing. The visual style was, uh, definitely creepy. I'll, I'll give, I'll give them that. They definitely add, uh, that sort of creepiness factor to it. Um, but yeah, I think it, uh, uh, it piqued my interest, uh, but I think I want to see more of like story stuff understand what the hell is going on yeah no i think the majority of them said that it was more of a gameplay slash what's how, how this game how it's going to look on the xbox series x because they're really trying to sell us on that graphics mm-hmm. which is great and all and good I'm, I'm like i'm re-watching the trailer on my phone right now and jesus does does everything look it's it reminds me of a diff, there's a game very similar to it it was like all veiny and bloody I can't remember what the name of it was at the top of my head. I mean, there's plenty of games. There was uh, Dante's Inferno, Agony. I think it was Agony. It reminds me a lot of Agony. But aside from that, it just really just gives you that sort of, you know, dark dark kind of horror. Like like some weird, crazy shit's going to happen. Yeah. I'm very interested to see where this is going. Um... That being said, 
it's one of the more interesting ones they said. Now let's go. Now if I were to say the next game they announced was a, uh, I really didn't get what the story was going on for this one. It was chorus. Uh, did you understand anything that was going on? I didn't understand. I'm sorry if, if, uh, if I'm being dumb. Uh, for which game again? Chorus, the one with the chick. It was uh, the space. Uh, it was a sort of a like outer space sort of like game. Uh, you're flying around in a spaceship, shooting down, doing dogfights and stuff in outer space. I think it's yeah. I'm yeah, and they they were selling on uh, the. the... No, you go ahead, Daniel. I mean, from the, if I remember from the the gameplay, it, it feels like more like maybe a, a, an open world Star Fox game. But overall, with the story, uh, I don't think I remember what was going on or what why there you know uh, space battles and stuff. Yeah, it sounded very generic, in my opinion. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just being too hard on it, but it sounded to me very generic. I mean, and. It looks like a fun like game. Maybe we can finally get a good Star Fox game, or Star Fox like game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, I just ended up giving my two cents. Joey, what are your thoughts on the chorus? Uh, I don't know. From what I can gather from the the, the story, at least they were trying to like tease during the trailer. Uh, it definitely seems like our the main protagonist is like vitally important in some sort of big war. Um. The gameplay from what we saw from the trailer looks definitely interesting. Um, I don't know. It, it looks. I don't know if I would uh, necessarily like buy this game, but it does look interesting enough to like maybe warrant a ch- like checking it out. So yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and I agree with that. It's 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 interesting enough that you know um if it's I might try it. Out. I don't know. We will have to wait and see. And the next game was a uh, Call of the Sea, which is one I can't really remember off the top of my head. Do you remember that one, Daniel? Uh, not that I could think of. Hmm. Um, I'm looking through it just in case, but, you know, if... Joey, do you remember Call of the Sea? Yeah, vaguely. It seems to be about... Um, if, I, if I remember this correctly, it, it, uh, it sort of has this, I guess... I don't know, it kind of has a bit of like a Bioshock feeling to it. In a, in a weird way, in terms of, I think, uh, just from, like, the visual style. Um, but, yeah, from I, I'm assuming from what you got from, like, the trailer, uh, it's basically about this one uh, woman trying to find, I guess, some person important to her uh, by traversing through, like, a lost island or something doing various things um it's sort of like from a first person perspective i believe so i mean it looks interesting enough i don't really know if we got to see any like thing besides just uh pov shots of the various environments yeah and i think that's what i'm looking at, through it right now again and i think that's what kind of made me like nice well not interested not, not as interested but more like you know just kind of pass by because it's just more like scenery shots yeah, uh, which was gr- great looking scenery shots. Just looking back at it now. Oh yeah, like I just saw it. Like the the game looks beautiful, but you know, like uh, nothing much was going on in the trailers to help you know uh, help for us to remember. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's who knows. It could be a good game, but it's it looks good, and it's one of those. It's gonna be one of those games that really uh, shows off. That could really show off the the power of the Xbox Series X. Um, Let's talk about the new game that's coming out. The one that's has the music from the guys who made Silent Hill. And, we're, and like I said earlier, the music makes a lot in terms of the game. So when you're thinking of music of Silent Hills, shit's going to go creepy. So um, the medium or is, is the new game that was announced for the Series X. Um, Daniel, what are your thoughts on the medium? I'm excited, but also cautious because... Uh... If I remember, uh, I think they said that the developers uh, the last game. One of the last games they made was uh, Blair Witch, and I kind of heard some mixed things about it. Mm-hmm. Like I heard some positives, I heard some negatives. I don't really know which one is, uh, you know, more. It's it's kind of mixed. So hopefully, like the game is good because uh, big fan of the composer. Like he did a lot of work for Silent Hills, and 
see him like uh, I think after maybe two or three, you know, uh, Silent Hills hasn't really been the same since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm looking uh, over the trailer again, and I forgot how creepy that trailer was. Yeah. Just something about uh, like dead babies, um, cold snow kind of stuff. Yeah, no, Joey, give me give me your thoughts before I say my thoughts. Uh, yeah, honestly, for me, uh, from what we saw from the trailer, it just seemed more like a uh, setting the tone rather than like like what we can expect from gameplay. Although they did, I think, show a bit of more gameplay when you're discussing some of the titles, which definitely seems a bit more like uh, remind reminds me a bit like. You know, like Silent Hills, I guess, or like an Alan Wake game. You know, just like I like wandering around, like very sort of creepy environments. Uh, and uh, I mean, you know, I think it could be uh, interesting. I, although I will reserve my judgment for that. Yeah, no. Looking through this, I'm looking through the gameplay. It's it. It looks very. It, it does give. It gives me that. Um, I think Alan Wake is the best example too, but like, but the tone does feel like something else. It also feels like that other game, the one that was, um, the one that was like construed to be like kind of like half live action, half video game. Uh, Quantum Break. Yeah, especially there's certain scenes that kind of reminds me of Quantum Break because like the way the world will alter. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which is a not which is a decent game, just not as popular as it could have been. The the Quantum Break big game. But no, this is a game that really caught my eye, especially when I heard that the composer for Silent Hill is going to be it. I was like, oh, oh, that's going to be real good. Like, well, hopefully it's going to be real good. We have to wait and see how that game turns out. So moving on to the next game. Um, Second Extinction was another game that was announced. Um, I, Daniel, you want to take that one from here? Uh, when I first saw the trailer, I thought we were getting another Turok game but to my surprise I think it's uh, it's a completely different IP altogether but still it has my uh, uh, it piqued my interest in it like uh, I would like to see more from it mm-hmm. I think when I saw the trailer I was like so this is this the plot of Jurassic Park uh, Jurassic World 3 <laughs> mutated dinosaurs yeah yeah and, uh, like it, I, seeing because I think we see like different variations of like the of the uh, dinosaurs, which I don't know, and like there's a bit like I think a four player co op, which I think if anything this might be like a weird like like dinosaur version of like Left for Dead, which I think would actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I agree with that. With with wholeheartedly because like that, that game looks so much. Interesting. I don't know if I would play it though, but I know it's one of those games where I gotta wait and see how it turns out. And yeah, we'll wait and see. Because it's, it, I honestly thought it was another Ark game. You know, the Ark game where you can Ark Survival. Yeah, Ark Survival. That's the game I was thinking. Of. I thought it was another like, one of those. Are they still in beta or something? No, I, I think they've have full release now. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong though. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we got a little more games uh, to finish off with. And yeah, they're but some of these are pretty obvious. Daniel, your thoughts on Yakuza Like a Dragon? Which kind of sounds like a song now I said out loud. Hey, if you haven't played Yakuza yet, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, like Yakuza, uh, I yeah, I really picked up the game for cheap, and I was amazed at how much it had, how much content it had going for it. Became a fan of it instantly. Uh, played through all of it. Uh, actually played through all six of the games now. Uh, sorry, seven. I forgot the prequel zero. Mm-hmm. And now, um, yeah, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, you don't have to worry about playing the last previous six games uh, if you want to play it because uh, six is actually, it's actually the, the last game where we had the Kiryu Kazuma as the protagonist. And it's a little different too. Mostly... Um, the previous games were all, were all beat 'em up style, but now it's full like a, a full on weird, great zany uh, RPG style kind of game as well. Yeah, no, we started going all full Enter the Dragon in there a minute ago with the whole kung fu stuff going on. Which... Yeah, like lots of crazy stuff. You could pull off summons in the game as well, like a like a little crawfish. Uh, I'm not, 
which I'm, I'm not joking about it. You can summon a crawfish. To, but yeah, like I'm very excited for it. And, you know, people should definitely try it out of the Yakuza series out. All right. So the next game on here, which one we already talked about, which is Valhalla, Sans Valhalla, which already looks very interesting. We can all agree on that. Um, it might bring me back to the Census Creed series. I was a huge fan. I kind of stopped after uh, Black Flag because I just I didn't feel like going through it anymore. I felt like I was done. Um, but this might bring it back. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I mean, I was never really that big of a fan of Assassin's Creed. Uh, I didn't really like... Uh, I think I thought the games were okay, but, you know, I'm, it's just there. So if there's nothing going on, I guess I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess um, what intrigued me about it is just, I guess, the uh, historical setting. Because, I don't know, like it just seems like like a interesting place to do like an Assassin's Creed kind of game. And I, I am like, and I, 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 and like, uh, like, uh, you said, uh, you know, uh, I didn't, I stopped playing Seven Street after Black Flag mainly because I just, I think I got, I hit major burnout with the series. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, you know, we've been playing since two and like year after year after year because I'm getting more. And I was just sort of like, I'm kind of done. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't know, like, and 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 you know it's sort of a there's a bit a bit of a mixed bag I think for some people who are fans of Assassin's Creed where like the newer games uh, Origins and Odyssey are now sort of like are more RPG kind of games where you have like loot and stuff to get rather than like trying to be like sort of like stealth games where you have to like strategically like kill a target and like escape. Uh, you know the game would reward you for that, but now it sort of seems like, oh, you can just go and do whatever you want. Like it, it feels like a bit of like a Witcher, like, like the Witcher, but like not as, you know, expensive. Expansive, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. It, 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 I'd be willing to try out uh, Valhalla mm-hmm. just, just for the setting alone. Just for the setting alone. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to. The, I think I already said my piece, but um, you know, let's move on to the last two games here. We're not gonna talk about Madden because that, that's self-explanatory. Madden. Yeah, like I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm actually very. A part of me was like very surprised that they actually announced Madden because I don't know. I just like thought, like, oh wow, we're getting Madden here. Wall well, plays is all right. Mm, all right. <laughs> not to dog on the guys that like Madden, but, you know. We, yeah, we, but like it's we, a. We know what to what. what to it's say. a known quantity. Yeah. The, Maddens are always gonna come out. Yeah. So the next one of the next games we have here is um, what I like to call maybe better Code Vein, which was Scarlet Nexus. See, second. Like, sorry, what was the uh, name of the game? Scarlet Nexus, the really anime-looking one. Yeah. Uh, that, that one might pick my interest a bit. Um, Namco Bandai. Um, I usually just know them for like uh, Soul Calibur, Tekken, and Tales of series. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing this one, uh, taking a different approach, I think, yeah, uh, your character has psychokinesis powers, and I think I believe there's some uh, hack and slash elements as well to it. There uh, is indeed. Yeah, like uh, it definitely piqued my interest, especially that um, I heard Code Vein was actually surprisingly good. So yeah, like I'll keep my eye. On, I'll definitely keep my eye on it. Yeah, I I personally heard different for Code Vein. I think I, was, I heard it was more of a mixed bag, but you know, um, for me. Scarlet Nexus looks more like um, it's kind of like a, it looks to me like a mix of Code Vein slash um, Astral Chain that came out for Nintendo. Yeah, where um, it's it has a little crazy combos, but it also looks very fun and animated. I just kind of wish I knew what the whole point of the story was. That because uh, it looks like evil plant monsters. Yeah, the, you know, it's it looks like fun. It might be a game I'm willing to try out. Joey, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it 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 looks honestly it looks hella anime to me, which <laughs> is not bad. But uh, yeah, it does look interesting enough. Um, it, it looks like you have some maybe some neat uh, gameplay uh, style of like combos and various other sort of like things because like you can see like they use that sort of psychokinesis 
very well in the trailer. Like you can like, like they basically it's sort of like a way to like extend your combos and drag opponents towards you and stuff like that, which like does look really cool. So I don't know. Like I, I will definitely look into this game more when we get more information about it. Yeah, and it, like just looking at through it again, um, it does remind me a lot of Code Vein, especially with the way it's uh, it's very anime anime style. But it's also um, the combo systems look very much like it. The only thing is that Code Vein was more of a Dark Souls kind of a copy. Here it looks more um, like I said, Astral Chain with the crazy combos and all the crazy stuff you can do with it. And yeah, no, it looks like a game that I would have a lot of fun with. Now to the last game, which was Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which if you saw the trailer at the logo, how it looks, the Bloodlines does another infinite, which I'm still questioning, is there an infinite thing going on? I don't know. But Daniel, what are your thoughts on this vampire game that was hella creepy? Uh, I'm aware of the vampire series. Uh, I, I never played it, but I've been hearing, I hear a lot of good things about it. So like, uh, I'll definitely give the game a try. Like I do want to uh, try out the game, see how it's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy, your thoughts? Uh, I never really knew that there was a, a series of games like this where you just play as a vampire, which is kind of cool when you think about it, because I don't think there is a lot of games out there where you play as a vampire. Do you, can I play a sparkling vampire? No, you cannot be Edward from Twilight, please. None of that. <laughs> Shame on you. But, yeah, watching the trailer, uh, it definitely looks like interesting like it seems to be there could be a lot of like interesting like story stuff probably happening but yeah i i I definitely want to see more of this Mm -hmm. my thoughts is that you know i'm always up for something really weird and creepy um especially now since i play doom um this looks like gonna be a fun game it looks like a like a real crazy ride um, very atmospherical too. It's, it's very um, gothic at some points and very hellish at some other at other points. But essentially, um, I'm interested to see. I want to know more of the gameplay though. It looks like it, all I know is that it's first person, and a lot of stuff happens, and you can just go around and just being a vampire. Which again, I want to know kind of turn into sparkling vampire just to mess with Joey. <laughs> but no, that's the last of um, the 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 lineup that they gave. Um, Daniel, what are your thoughts on this on this whole presentation in general uh, for Xbox's new thing? Which, by the way, they're going to do this monthly, so we might come back and do this again. Uh, I mean, I'm glad to see that uh, Microsoft, they're learning uh, from the past. They need to have more third-party developers on their side with them. So I'm kind of glad they're getting the games uh, to be on their system more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... The, I think it's all fun and stuff. Like some games that interest me. It's just that um, I think we need to see more exclusives from them because uh, a good amount of those games, like Yakuza, Dirt Five, and so on, it's multi-platform. I could get it on PS Five, PS Five, or maybe even a Switch. Mm-hmm. Joe, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it was a decent showing, all things considered. Um, like I think for a good majority of people like probably the big title was a uh, like gameplay reveal for Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla and everything else was sort of like pleasant surprises and like this is interesting I want to see more and I definitely do feel like Microsoft needs to bring out like some some very like interesting uh exclusives to at least help bolster uh you know like the, the, their lineup cuz it does seem like exclusives were like the main thing that uh helped sony and the playstation 4 uh more or less dominate this past last uh console generation Mm -hmm. so it seems like sony is definitely going to try to double down on that for the ps5 so i feel like microsoft should at least pull some of those exclusives out uh for the uh, series x and you know if they're doing this monthly uh we probably might see some of that stuff yeah, like next question, month. The question is now, and this is this is also my thoughts, is are we actually going to get exclusives? Uh, are they going to be exclusives? How long are they going to be just on the Xbox? Are they going to end up being later on, like games that you can also play, like or games that you, once you get them you can also play them on other systems? It's you know one of those things where I kind of want to see 
I kind of want to see where they're going with this. They never really announced that these games are exclusives. Majority of them, like Daniel said, are third party. So you probably see them on PlayStation, on a Nintendo game. I would like to see more Xbox only. Even if you're planning on releasing them on PC, make it like a year, a wait a year wise kind of stuff. Look at Seven Remake. That's technically a timed exclusive for Sony. Sony only has it for this whole year, for now, and then next year, everyone else can have can play the game on their system. Am I right on that, Daniel, or am I wrong? I mean, I do agree. They need to have some more exclusives. Um, maybe not go with the time exclusivity thing. Uh, I don't think that's the right way to go for it. Uh, but, yeah, they definitely do need to have something uh, to make their content more appealing. And just and just like leaving it there, I just don't. I I'm I'm glad I am glad of some of the games that are announced. I felt the presentation needed at least one game to be like to wow us out there. Maybe an Halo Infinite trailer. Maybe something from the developers that they bought, like Ninja Theory, like Double Fine. Maybe if they ended it with something like that, I think I'd been a little more impressed. And again, I think we all agree. Microsoft, you need an exclusive. You need another exclusive that isn't just Halo. We need one. Don't get me wrong. Whenever I see the Halo Infinite trailer that came out last year for A3, I do get a little teary eye because that that was an amazing trailer. That was just mm, perfect. But you know, we need more of those. We need games that we need to play on the Xbox only on the Xbox. And I'm, I don't know, maybe them, I don't know how Microsoft's going to do it. Phil Spencer, you are my hope, please, God willing, you do the right thing. But no, that's, I mean, that's about um, our thoughts on the whole presentation. Um, well, like I said, we might do another one because apparently they're doing one each month and to lead up to the Series X, which we still don't know much about it. We still don't know much about the PS5. Maybe they'll do a presentation on that. We'll wait and see. But you know, we'll, it's all in, it's all in the cards. It's all in the cards right now. I mean, what do you, what do you think, Daniel? Uh, yeah, like uh, we still have months away from uh, the release of the consoles, so uh, hopefully they do announce uh, and show us some new stuff. Um, here's hoping that they'll come out with Brutal Legend too. God willing. Good lord! Imagine Brutal Legend two with the money of a first party developer. That would be amazing. Good lord, though, the size of the maps. Don't get me wrong, Brutal Legend, Legend was an amazing game. You know, there's some stuff that was holding it back at the same time. But, you know, I still love that game. Mm. But, yeah, no, um, I think that's about it for today's episode. We had a lot of fun. Um, a lot of cool stuff was going on. You know, Xbox, you're, you're getting there. You're getting there. We, we just need you to do one little thing, and then you got it. You got it. Also, please, for the love of God, we're allowed to announce it announce us a price tag so we at least know whether or not I can actually afford it aside from the, the stuff that you're giving me uh, but yeah so guys um, just to end it all off be sure to follow us on all social media this has been the end of the Games of Tears episode be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook where you can get all info you can check us out and see what we're always posting up there also be sure to follow us on any podcast platform that you like to listen to us to from Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Google Podcasts, all that, kind of, all that good stuff. Also, please support us on Patreon. We have a Patreon for you guys to help us out maybe do some more crazier stuff, more out there kind of stuff. We like to do, we, we have some plans for stuff, but you know, we, we, know, we need a little dough for that. And if you follow us on YouTube, please subscribe, hit the bell icon, all that good stuff. Leave a like, comment, subscribe. And please and let us know how you feel about the YouTube videos. We're always trying to do something new and cool with that. And I think that's about it, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that's yeah. everything, yeah. That's everything. Well, hopefully, like I said earlier, Xbox, you have it. You have the ball right now. Do not drop it. For the love of God, do not. And Sony, you got to step up your game if you're out there. Um, Last of Us 2, let's hope that turns out good. Mick, we'll follow you to the end, buddy. You make amazing music. And, yeah, it's, we've been the Geeks and Terriers. This has been your good old pal. And I'm pointing at you, Daniel, if, I, if I'm reaching up there. Like, 
This is Daniel. It, it's been me, Joe. And it's been your boy, Eli. And we are the Centurions. And we are signing out. Peace.